podcast. Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down Season 1, Episode 24 of Hannah Montana. It's called The Idol Side of Me, Uh, and my guest today is one of my oldest friends, the oldest friend that has appeared on this show, uh, Miss Emma Fredkant. Hello, Emma. How are you? Hi, Elise. I'm great. I'm excited to be on the show. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you. So like I mentioned, uh, I've known you for a super long time, for an extremely long time. Yeah. And I, we, we were friends while Hannah Montana was on the air, but as far as I know, you never watched it. You like weren't. Oh, we predate Hannah Montana. Our friendship significantly predates Hannah Montana. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, but I don't remember you watching it at all. I don't remember you being, cause like, I know like Karen and I watched it, but I don't remember you being part of that at all. Uh, is that correct? Is that the case? That is true. I was actually the rare person who didn't have cable. So the only time I got Disney channel programming was on Saturdays or maybe whatever, whatever day it aired on the channel two uh, network. So um, yeah, I only, I think I saw the first Mm -hmm. episode of Hannah Montana about five times because it aired quite often, but I, any other episode I've seen was probably at your house, like (laughs) just going on the Disney channel. Exciting for me at the time. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I figured. Um, had you seen this particular episode before? Did you remember anything about this? Or was this kind of like your first time viewing it was for this show? This is my first time. It was exciting. I actually, I was surprised to see it's only four seasons of Hannah Montana because in my head it's like a 10 season juggernaut. Yeah, well, the thing about it is that this first season has 26 episodes and seasons two and three each have 30 <laughs> episodes. So... Oh my god. There's quite a lot of it. <laughs> it is the wild west out there on the Disney <laughs> Channel. So much programming. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so this particular episode for me, I I definitely saw it when it was new. It was definitely familiar to me. But going into this viewing, I like remembered the concept. But I didn't remember that much else. Uh, And I remembered, like, the twist about Amber and Ashley and who's actually the bad singer. Uh, But (laughs) I didn't remember much of the specifics. But as has been the case for most of these episodes lately, as soon as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's this one. (laughs) Like, it's all very familiar (laughs) once I actually am watching it. (laughs) So... We we open the episode with um, yet another show within this show. This one is called Singing with the Stars. And it appears to be the case that, I guess, three teens all sing with a celebrity. And then at the end, one of them gets a recording contract. Uh, <laughs> it's a sweet deal. Yeah, I mean, it's not like American Idol where you have to compete over, like, 15 grueling weeks, and if you are voted to be the best, you get a recording contract. It's like, no, if you can do one good performance next to a celebrity, here's your recording contract. Like, that's kind of insane. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny. As far as I know, Amber wins a recording contract and then becomes a, a rival of Hannah Montana. And we have this amazing um, story for the ages of their rivalry. But I, I'm guessing that doesn't actually happen. Maybe a little premature. We'll talk about the ending. I don't, I don't think that's what happens, but it does sound believable. <laughs> Where's her spinoff? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, what is, like, how, how serious is this contract? Because, like, most recording contracts are, like, pretty lengthy and, like, serious. <laughs> but if they're just handing them out, like, Halloween candy... They must be like very weird. I wonder what label they're with. But <laughs> so I need answers. Yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> he's, his name is Ethan Williams and he's sang with Shakira. And I'm like, what did this little white boy with shaggy hair <laughs> sing with Shakira that won him a recording contract? <laughs> I actually wrote, how does he see with that hair as a key note for the episode. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. His hair was something. Um, it was, it was very serious middle school boy hair. The host of this show is very obnoxious. And that's like the joke is that he's obnoxious the and he's the, the two people who don't win the competition. He says that they're adorable kids, but they're like, at the youngest 17, I think. Yeah. They look very grown up. <laughs> he calls them adorable kids. I'm like, I feel like the person who wrote this was envisioning like some like charming seven-year-olds. <laughs> and that's not what they got. <laughs> <laughs> and they just didn't change the line. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like they could have found tweens, like actual tweens. Because it's not like they do anything on, on camera. You could probably just find some people on the street and have them stand in the studio for 15 minutes. But um, too much work. Must find adults. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of the extras on this show are, like, clearly just people they pulled off the street. Like, they're, they're never, they never are, like, doing what the other characters are saying they're doing. And they, like, they're always just in, like, one weird shot. The host is very mean to these two adorable kids that are adults. Uh, and he says that they should never sing again, including happy birthday. <laughs> um, oh, God. Rude. How did they get on the show if they're so bad? I mean, maybe Shakira had some uh, some beef with those children who are actually adults. And she did what Hannah later does in the ep- or attempts to do later in the episode. It's all a big conspiracy. That's that's a very good point. Like Shakira very well could have a grudge against both of these kids and was just like trying to embarrass them on on live television. <laughs> because that, apparently that's, that's a normal Shakira. thing to do in the Hannah Montana universe. <laughs> She's like, this she wolf has claws. <laughs> Can't believe you're talking about she wolf in public. This is a private love. oh man uh so yeah then the announcer's like the star that you guys will be singing with next week is hannah montana and they play pumping up the party and uh and then like the next thing we get is uh miley and lily at school and lily is extremely excited that hannah is going to be the guest on singing with the stars it's apparently very cool 
to be on Singing with the Stars. Um, although I'll say that like every time Hannah has appeared on a television program, Lily has been extremely excited and been like, that's my favorite show. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. Lily is a, she's, I like Lily. I feel like Emily, it's Emily Osmond. What's her middle name? <laughs> she's, she's really good on this show. Some of the acting is as expected, not <laughs> spectacular, but I like her a lot. I think she's got it. <laughs> no. Yeah. The very, the very common through line between everyone is that everybody loves Lily. Lily like really uh, holds the show together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was also really enjoying Mitchell Musso. Is it Oliver? I'm clearly showing how little I know about Hannah Montana, but the way he yeah. looks, like that was it. I just like that was my <laughs> middle school ideal. Was that cute little boy with this with the swoopy hair? Um, I loved it. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you being brave enough to share that with the with the folks at home. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Miley and Lily are talking about how cool it is that she's going to be on TV. And uh, then, you know, we immediately get a reality check in that Miley and Lily are actually the least cool that they can be because they sit down at a table in the cafeteria and everyone else sitting at that table gets up and leaves. <laughs> and then uh, Oliver enters <laughs> and announces that Amber and Ashley have been passing out their annual cool list. I uh, I happened to be watching this piece as my boyfriend was sitting next to me, and he said that that's bullying and would get Amber and Ashley suspended from school. <laughs> yes, as as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would like to let people know we did have something similar as middle schoolers called the I think it was called the hate list, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't people we knew. It was TJ Maxinistas and uh, other public figures like that. Um, because we were little haters. I don't remember that. Oh, you don't? I think Maxinistas was your uh, your suggestion. <laughs> but really? there were lots. I mean, for a long time I had an yeah. I had an unnecessary <laughs> grudge against Brendan Fraser and no like actually no reason. I think he seems like a perfectly nice man and a decent actor, but at the time I just I you may I, you probably well, remember, remember the grudge that. against Brendan Fraser, but yeah, that's that's a key part of young Emma. Um, and he, I think he inspired the list. Uh, but I would like to point out, these are public figures. We did not ever do this with people our own age. <laughs> yeah, I think I am remembering this. And also, we didn't, like, distribute this. <laughs> this was oh, just, no. like, no, no. something we privately worked on. <laughs> we had a lot of weird private projects like that. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. You can edit this out if we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> don't want it to be on public knowledge how much of a hater we were. No. <laughs> no, this is all fine and good. I <laughs> I wonder what our hate list would be like if we made one today. Probably shorter. I feel like I'm a lot more forgiving now than I was in middle school, which is probably a common <laughs> thread amongst people who are no longer in middle school. <laughs> or it's all like all conservative Republicans who I hate. Yeah. So like, it's got real reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's legit. I, I I think I do have like it's I think it's usually less people and more like concepts or things that are advertised to me that would go on my hate list. 
I I do have lots of irrational grudges that I'm sure like my boyfriend probably knows about more than I do just because like he's the one that has to listen to it. <laughs> Although it is funny to to like pick up on somebody else's like hate list stuff just by being around them cuz like I'm I'm thinking to like my often when this current season of, okay so there's a current season of drag race airing right now <laughs> i might actually cut this part but um but i watch it live <laughs> on the east coast feed. yeah I, I watch it live on the east coast feed on my laptop and it's usually while my boyfriend is playing video games on the tv next to me and he he always has opinions about the Queens on Drag Race, even though he's only like half paying attention. And I do have to say that on this particular season, he is not a fan of Candy Muse. You don't know who this is yet, Emma, but eventually you'll watch season 13 of Drag Race and you'll know who Candy Muse is. And yeah. I want you to keep in mind that Rick is not a fan. <laughs> and anytime Candy Muse is on screen, he's like, this one. <laughs> Gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's funny, like, random TV show characters who just get, like, piled on by someone. Like, I watch, it's such it's such an obscure show, but I watched The Repair Shop, which is on Netflix, and it's, like, people, res- British people restoring antiques. It's not a competition show, and one of the people on that show has a tendency to touch things. Like, he'll walk over to someone's desk and touch it. And every time, my mom grabs my arm, and she's like, oh, that guy, he's touching things again. <laughs> like, she hates him so much, and he's, he's a nice guy. <laughs> just makes her so mad we all have the little but things that's that bug love, us isn't it? you know <laughs> yeah 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 this is <laughs> tangent <laughs> anyway back back like to him we were talking you know, about the not cool yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the annual coolest put out by amber and ashley um <laughs> yes so <laughs> Miley and Lily are tied for dead last with Dandruff Danny. And this is Dandruff oh. Danny is has been in like every episode lately. He's like they're like really giving him has a lot he? to do. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. This is not his first appearance or anything. Right. Yes. Okay, so Dandruff Danny, obviously a horrifying number of flakes on his shoulders. If he he has a problem, I feel bad for him. I personally have struggled with Dandruff since I was about 12 years old. Um, we're out there. We're proud. It's okay. <laughs> but when I first saw him, I was like, I might be Dandruff Danny because I, you know, I felt, <laughs> I feel bad for him. He deserves love just like everyone else. He can't control his scalp. <laughs> so all love to Dandruff Danny at this point in the episode. <laughs> you know, I, I will say, I am aware of your struggles with dandruff. However, I do not think that you are on dandruff Danny's level. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, full disclosure. I don't have that. I mean, that's also a personal hygiene issue. But I do feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, it was never that bad. I mean, he was like shaking it out on people as a weapon. You know, like it's. <laughs> oh no! That was that's horrifying. That's that's when dandruff Danny turns into the villain of the episode. That's that's his. <laughs> Yeah, rough, <laughs> evil. <laughs> Dandruff Danny is the Joker. <laughs> oh, for real. I literally thought of the Batman quote where it's like, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> Except it's not even like that because he, cho- he chose villainy. He chose pure evil. Oh my 
could. You know, your, your oh, struggles can either I make so you stronger, like better person, or you can let them define you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of feelings about dandruff, Danny. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> so, um, so Oliver, I guess, got a higher placement than Miley and Lily on the cool list. <laughs> So he won't talk to them in like an outward way. Um, Although I will say that, so the people that made this list, Amber and Ashley, Amber and Ashley know that Oliver and Miley and Lily are like a three person unit. And they've just recently, Amber and Ashley beat Miley and Lily and Oliver in a fundraising contest. So why they would rank Oliver higher than them, I have no clue. We don't see much of like Oliver's like pickup artisty stuff that he sometimes does in this episode, but I'm like is the answer that he's just better at talking to girls than we've been led to believe? <laughs> like is that what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Amber and Ashley enter. And they make fun of Miley and Lily for being last page losers. And this is kind of part of the point of this section of the episode. But I'm like, why does anyone actually listen to Amber and Ashley anyway? Like, they're wealthy, but they're annoying and they're rude. And I would think the other students would resent them for thinking so highly of themselves that they, like, literally rank everyone else in the school based on how cool they are. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't just, like... Yeah. Like, if this was yeah. happening in our middle school when we were middle schoolers, I wouldn't just <laughs> be like, well, Amber and Ashley said you're not cool, so I'm not talking to you. You know, like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also part of a TV show, right? Like, they want to set up a very clear uh, pecking order. And, like, in some ways, you know who the, mo- the coolest kids are. But if I were to make a list, I will not make that publicly, of who in middle school might have been the Ambers and Ashleys. First of all, I don't think anybody was that mean. <laughs> but second of all, it would be like 12 kids. You know, like there's like a clique of the coolest kids and you don't know how to talk to them. But like they're not, there's so many people you'd be, the list would just, it would be stuck in arbitration for, you know, months, maybe years before they could really release it because there's so many kids <laughs> with so many different opinions. But of course, it's a TV show. There's only apparently 20 kids in this school. I think I heard that Rick often brings that up. Um, there's about 20 students. <laughs> also, isn't this set in Malibu? Isn't everybody wealthy? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, like, Miley's dad is, like, a famous country singer. So I don't know why people bully her at school. Um, But, you know, you saying that about, like, our (laughs) middle school is very funny to me. Because, like, the people that I'm sure you're thinking of, they, like, weren't even necessarily the cool kids. They were just those kids. And, like, they were kind (laughs) of standoffish and rude. Like, like that's... (laughs) Like, they weren't even like, oh, I'm so cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. Real life and and Hannah Montana, unfortunately, are not always in lockstep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, Miley tries to rally everyone in the cafeteria around this particular point of, like, who are they to say who's cool and who's not? But everyone just leaves except Dandruff Danny, who's like, I'm with you, sister. And he tries to rip it, but he's, like, too weak. He can't do it. <laughs> and it was it was really funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, there were a few funny moments that, that, that had my favorite moment in the episode, which was... Uh or the favorite line, which is also very confusing, which is that boy flip flops more than a catfish and a moon bouncer. Um, So many questions, none of them answered. (laughs) 
Um, but I loved it. Referring to Oliver, of course. Yes. Yeah, that's it's one of those classic like Miley is countryisms. Um Miley is like, I only want to be friends with people who <laughs> who don't care about the coolest, which seems to be nobody. Uh, but she goes up to Sarah, who uh, we know to be very charitable and very nice and always doing yeah. things for those in need. But Sarah makes up all of these excuses as to why she can't be Miley's lab partner anymore. And then she says that she's charitable, not stupid. Love it. <laughs> it's it's like the most mean we've seen Sarah to this point because she's normally so altruistic. I'm like, at this point, shouldn't she see Miley as a charity case? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. She raises a lot of interesting moral questions with that one statement. I think we need like a philosopher's take on on uh, Sarah's moment in this episode. <laughs> Are there any philosophers in the house? <laughs> well, my sister's a philosophy major. Maybe maybe you'll have to get her on an episode. I'm sure she'd love it. Oh my god, that would be so great. Um, didn't you say that you watched this with your mom and sister? <laughs> Oh yeah, I wrote a few quotes from them and I thought about inviting Naomi into the episode, but I was like, this is my episode. Maybe maybe next time. My sister is Naomi. Elise <laughs> knows this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I definitely want to hear what they had to say when we get to wherever those points are. I love a good outsider perspective quote on this show. So a a girl is begging Amber to come to her party this weekend. And she says it'll be a disaster if Amber's not there. Um, I, sure. Uh, but Amber has auditioned <laughs> for singing with the stars <laughs> and thinks that she'll be singing with Hannah Montana that night. Miley immediately is like, oh, I, I, I'll have something to say about that. <laughs> um, she she first up is like, well, I'll make sure she doesn't get on the show. But then Amber goes into the bathroom and we hear someone. They assume it is Amber, but it is not Amber. They hear someone singing the other side of me very badly. And because they think it's Amber, she's like, oh, wait, no, I'll make sure she sings with Hannah. She'll embarrass herself on live TV. And... Uh, and that'll be my like big way of getting back at her for calling me a dork or whatever. <laughs> Genius. Foolproof. Yeah, 100%. It totally ends well. Um, <laughs> so at this point, Miley mentions uh, something that is actually a pretty large continuity error. Um, and I had to address it. Uh, Miley Ooh. mentions that Amber sounds like her pet pig Luann after she gave birth. And Lily says she can't believe that Miley had a pet pig named Luann. But as we all know, except maybe not you, Emma, <laughs> because you probably didn't watch this. <laughs> as we all know, in uh, one of my favorite episodes, Torn Between Two Hannahs, when Miley's cousin Luann comes to visit... Lily says, didn't you say your pet pig is named Luann? And she's like, yeah, I named her after my shitty cousin. <laughs> so Lily already knows <laughs> about the pet pig and why she's named Luann. So I don't know if this episode was filmed out of order or if they just didn't care. What's Lily's game? Wow. 
Or maybe Lily has selective amnesia about pig names. Well, it it also messes because Miley's like, we thought it was a Lou until it, she gave birth. And I'm like, but you named her yes. man after your cousin. That's a great point. What the hell? <laughs> wow. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, I, I've kind of gotten the sense for a while. <laughs> now I'm like trying to put logic in it. That's probably just a mistake. Yeah, I, I've, I've kind of gotten the sense that uh, most of these episodes were filmed in sort of a random order. Or they were filmed in a set order. And then when they went to air, they just like shuffled them all. Um, because there is like a lot of things like that. And for example, we see, we see Billy Ray. Well, not Billy Ray. Robbie Ray. In my notes, for some reason, I wrote Billy Ray this particular moment. Um, but but we see Robbie Ray playing If We Were a Movie, classic song, If We Were a Movie. And there's no reason why he would be playing that if he wasn't, like, trying to finish writing it. But we already know that the song has been written and recorded and performed on TV. So it's another one of those things where it just seems like this episode was supposed to air much earlier in the sequence oh yeah i mean because that's the whole b plot is he's trying to uh finish the song right and he can't focus because of the dog we'll get to the b plot of course but <laughs> yeah that's so funny gosh it's it's interesting coming from a time right now of like exquisitely crafted tv where like every single piece like they, they there are no mistakes in the way that it's set yeah. up and um, right now my sister and I are watching Smallville, which is a delight from 2001. Can you believe that it's so old? Oh my God. Um, and it's the same thing on the WB. They've got, I mean, it's so much fun. We pretty much spend the whole episode talking about Tom Welling's lips because you have to. It's legally required. You sign a waiver before you start watching. Um, but yeah, it's very similar. Like Amy Adams was on like the fourth episode. It's wild. But like the kind of, the, the plot's okay, but they don't really care about it that much. Like people make very stupid decisions. They don't really care if it all makes sense. Um, a recent plot point was that, you can also edit this out, of course. A recent plot point was that uh, <laughs> this guy had died and we thought he came back to life using crypt- kryptonite. Um, but he didn't. This other person just found his exact doppelganger, but they just had the same actor playing it. So like the whole plot was like, not a twin, not him come back to life. He just has someone who looks exactly like him who's willing to, like, blackmail Superman. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, that's... So they don't really care if it makes sense. I mean, that was basically the plot of the episode I was just talking about, Torn Between Two Hannahs. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Miley's cousin Luann <laughs> is also played by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that's so funny what the hell (laughs) no doppelgangers play very very heavily into the Hannah Montana universe (laughs) oh yes the HMU that does make I mean it's the whole it's the whole gimmick right she's Hannah and she's Miley or is she neither is she both (laughs) (laughs) well That's funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, now we got our mandatory Smallville section out of the way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, skipping over the B plot for now because whenever it has nothing to do with what's going on, I'm just yeah. like, let's just shove this to the end because it's usually dumb. But so back at school, uh, Oliver enters. He's like with a bunch of jocks for some reason. They're like all wearing letter jackets except for Oliver. Um, Oliver, 
I have to mention is wearing a red, not quite plaid, but like sort of plaid button down with like a fuzzy brown vest over it, like a fuzzy brown sweater vest. I just needed to put that out there. <laughs> Thank you. It was important. It had to be said. I think I, you're welcome. Thank you for appreciating it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he feigns a leg cramp to go talk to Miley and Lily. Miley lets them know that she was able to get Amber on the show. Um, and she gets to call her as Hannah to tell her the news. She says that she's just waiting for Amber to have the like perfect full mouthful of pasta salad before she makes this call, which like I'll admit is very funny. Um, however, That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> however, Miley making this phone call as Hannah Montana in the middle of their crowded lunchroom at school with like the only thing hiding her is my, is like Lily and Oliver, like slightly leaning in front of her. <laughs> I'm like, girl, <laughs> it's not good for the secret. Yeah. She's not a good uh, guardian of the secret. Yeah. When, when she calls Amber and is like, Hey Amber, it's Hannah Montana. Um, Amber hears her voice and is like, oh my god, it's Hannah Montana. You're actually Hannah Montana. But like, <laughs> she like is was like just talking to Miley. <laughs> like, does she really not notice that they have the exact same speaking voice? <laughs> um, but you know. Well, she also doesn't notice later <laughs> that she has the exact same face as Hannah as, as Hannah Montana. So like it's Amber maybe isn't the most uh, the best at noticing things or geography or geology as we know. Yes. Well, I the thing is is lately I've been more keen to forgive people not recognizing Miley when she's Hannah Montana. I'm like, okay, she's she's wearing a wig that's in like a natural hair color and we've established that this universe is full of doppelgangers. And so, you know, I can kind of see how people would be able to explain that sort of thing away and like not even make the initial connection, but with a speaking voice. I have a little more trouble with that <laughs> just because it is <laughs> more unique. <laughs> yeah. Distinctive. Yes. And especially because like Amber has like a very lengthy conversation with Hannah Montana later in the episode and it like never, it like <laughs> never crosses her mind. And the, the trouble with like Lily as Lola being there is and I've said this a few times now, but with Miley and Hannah, I can buy it because it looks like it's actually her hair. With Lily as Lola, it's clearly not her hair. It's clearly a wig. And this is someone that they go to school with who actively bullies them. I'm like, surely she would at least recognize that this is Lily, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, maybe their deep and abiding uncoolness is protecting Miley's secret. Because if everybody was really close with her and like talked to her very often, they would probably notice more. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? That, that's a good point. Although I do have to say that when you said that, it just reminded me because as you know, I'm I'm rereading the Harry Potter books right now. Um, it would remind me when Dumbledore is like, yeah. you have a power that he does not understand. And that is what has been protecting you. And it's like, it's your uncoolness. <laughs> You've been blessed. 
gosh. Um, <laughs> I would say the other, the last notable thing about this phone call is that, like, theoretically, Amber now just has Hannah Montana's phone number and can call her anytime she wants. <laughs> and frankly, I'm surprised she doesn't try that in this episode. Yeah. I wonder if Hannah Montana has like a little clip-on belt for her two her two flip phone flip phones, and one is for Miley and one is for <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Miss a flip phone. I actually never had a flip phone, which was a big sadness of mine for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I I had like a slide up phone, and then I had a flip phone, and then I had like a slide to yep. the side phone, and then I got my iPhone. <laughs> I was like the last person I knew to get a smartphone. <laughs> When did you get yours? Uh, like when we were already in college. <laughs> oh yeah, that is the latest person I know. I got mine right before I went to college because, well, it was time, I guess. If there's ever time, it was time. <laughs> so uh, Amber like announces to the cafeteria that she's going to be on Singing with the Stars. And she's like, do you guys want to hear me sing? And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, Miley and Lily don't even need to plot any further. Like, if you're announcing to your middle school cafeteria that you're going to sing a song for them, you've already doomed yourself to a life of being uncool. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) There's a time and a place. That is not it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm thinking back to when we were were in high school and uh, one person who I will not name on this show uh, announced to everyone that he was going to go outside and perform a song he had written. And it, it was not good. (laughs) Oh God. She knows. (laughs) (laughs) If you went to high school with us, you You shall not be named. Um, (laughs) But. (laughs) I have a stomach ache now. (laughs) But so. Uh. Amber does it anyway. She's like, you guys want to hear me sing? And Miley and Lily are like, yes, hear her sing her with her bad voice. But then she opens her mouth and she sings and she like sounds perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's win yeah. a recording contract great, but uh but it's good. <laughs> it's not bad. So the next thing we get is um we're like on the set of Singing with the Stars, and Hannah is rehearsing the other side of me. Um, it's not a very good outfit. It's a terrible Lola outfit, but it's like a very classic Lola outfit. Like we know the drill, like this is what she wears when she's in this character. Um, and I think she actually wore this particular outfit in an earlier episode because I was like, I know I've seen this very weird, like shirt dress she's wearing, (laughs) but they're trying to figure out how they can mess with Amber um, so that she de- like like I think I think the only reason for wanting to mess with her is so that she doesn't like become even more cool because presumably if she wins a recording contract she'll be like very cool I guess uh, but so Lily <laughs> Lily noticed that they're like supposed to enter through these like smoke machines like it's like a big arch and there's like a smoke machine going through it and Lily. <laughs> I don't know how she does this. I they never they never like really explain what happened here. Uh but Lily is like, "Hey, remember my like disastrous science project from a while ago?" And Miley's like, "Oh, you mean Mount St. Lily?" <laughs> 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 
which apparently like gassed everyone at their school. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Lily's like, I'm going to rig this smoke machine to kind of poison Amber is like kind of the impression we're given. <laughs> She doesn't actually poison it, but like, but like, kind of. She like gases her, you know, like she rigs it to like basically explode and like put green stuff on whoever walks under it and to like make them choke on gas that they can't talk or sing. <laughs> like, it's very complicated. Um, and I was very confused as to where. And rude and dangerous. Yeah, I, I was confused as to where Lily could have, like, found the materials to pull this off on the set of a televised singing competition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they probably have a sabotage closet that's all locked up. But if Lily, as we know, is as good at, um, at breaking into locked doors as her reputation suggests, then really a sabotage closet offers no challenge to her. <laughs> um, so... So basically they're like, yeah, that's the plan. We're going to we're going to gas Amber. <laughs> Again, genius foolproof, never been done. Yeah, I mean, what what could possibly go wrong? Um but so <laughs> then then we're like right before they're taping the show, both Hannah and Lola are in different outfits and like they're better than the ones from the previous scene, but they're both still weird. Um and they're kind of like watching Amber get ready, and like Lily's like so excited. She's like, she's like, you're about to have a makeup malfunction that will be downloaded forever. <laughs> like the people will be downloading for forever. Loved it. And I'm like, oh sweet girl. I guess YouTube wasn't really a thing yet. Um, you had to like download videos to watch them. Wild. Um, <laughs> um and so it's very important. Lily's like, the green smoke is the bad smoke. Don't go through the green one. And Hannah Montana is supposed to walk through the red smoke. Amber is very nervous. Ashley is not helping because she's talking about all the places where people are going to watch this show, which honestly, I don't think it's going to air anywhere except the United States. So I don't think that should have even been part of the conversation. But it was just there to demonstrate that both these girls are dumb and don't know the names of countries. <laughs> yeah. Successfully. They did a good job at demonstrating yes. that. They refer to Russia as the Soviet reunion multiple times. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so Amber walks over with Hannah Montana to like basically take their places. And she confides that she used to be geeky and have glasses. And I'm like... I know. I get that it's like a trope on TV for it to be like, okay, if you have glasses, you're a geek. But like, glasses are an extremely normal thing to need. Like, I don't get why that was like the (laughs) single thing that made her seen as geeky and like worthy of making fun of. Like, I I mean, (laughs) having poor eyesight is not an inherently nerdy trait. Like, I don't really get it. Um... (laughs) And honestly, she, based on her lack of knowledge about the, about Russia, she should probably have kept the glasses on because I'm not feeling that she put on contacts and continued to see properly. <laughs> you think she's just stumbling around? It's not worth it, Amber. She like, didn't get LASIK, didn't get contact. Yes. She just was blind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we don't know. We just don't know. Yes. 
So she's afraid that uh, she's going to be bad and pe- people are going to see her as geeky again. I don't know. I mean, like she was still on TV um, <laughs> and she says that she makes fun of people now because she doesn't want it to happen to her again. And Miley as Hannah, her advice is if you fight fire with fire, all you get is a bigger fire. And I do have to say, it's very big of Miley to come to this conclusion on her own without having to, like, get a talk from her dad <laughs> first. Yeah. Like, normally, <laughs> that would yeah. have to happen. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like revenge fantasies, at least maybe this is just me, but I feel like revenge fantasies were, like, kind of a big part of <laughs> middle school. I wasn't bullied, but, like, that age, you just, like, have these ideas because you, if you read a lot, as we both did, or you watch a lot of TV, you just, like, oh, yeah, this girl snubbed me, so I'm going to get back at her. Like, you're never going to do anything. But it's interesting yeah. for a character like Miley Stewart to have the means to actually enact those revenge fantasies, like, to actually act on the extreme and dramatic uh, impulses she has. She can actually humiliate Amber, like, in a lasting way. It might not make it to Russia or the Soviet Reunion, I should say, but, like, she would be ruined in uh, in middle school, high school. I can't tell how old they are. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's, like, humiliated like that on public, on live TV. So it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. And it's good that Miley stepped up and sort of realized what she should do to be a better person, a bigger person. Yeah. And that's certainly a good lesson. And I think, you know, it's the right thing to do. However... <laughs> personally (laughs) like we all know so so hannah basically to amber is like you have to promise me you're going to be a better person and not make fun of people anymore and in exchange for her saying that she tells her to go through the other arch so that she doesn't get like gas bombed the thing is like she must know (laughs) it's not actually gonna work and that amber is still gonna bully people like she must know that amber is not going to actually change and, like, with that in mind, just fucking gas her. Like, just let her do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, because Amber suffered no consequences for being a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we kind of get it both ways at the end of this episode. Yeah, but it's true. And like, I personally, I'm, I'm on team center through the green arch. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, maybe you know more about this than I do. I can't tell how big of a star Hannah Montana is because, like, it seems like that would also be hard to come back from for her. Like, she just totally screwed up a public appearance. Like, she looks like a fool. She can't sing. And Amber comes off with a recording contract looking amazing. Like, is Hannah Montana so big that this is, like, not even an issue for her? I guess so, because this is a Disney Channel show from 2006. But Well, so Hannah Montana has made gaffes in public before. Uh, she very famously forgot the words to the national anthem once at like a Lakers game. Oh boy. But she then (laughs) went on like a unplugged type show and also kind of forgot the words, but then her friend supported her and then she was fine. That's probably the closest to this, but I mean, what's interesting to me. So, so yeah, so Amber goes through the fine red arch and Hannah Montana goes through the green arch. I'm like, why couldn't Hannah just also go through the red arch? I'm like, like, it doesn't have to be that Amber looks good in comparison. It can just be Amber sings well, you know? Like, why not nobody go through the green arch? Like, that's that's my thing. And then the other thing is, yeah. like, it's pretty clear 
that there was some sort of explosion on the set of this show that caused this to happen to like the talent. And that should like launch an internal investigation <laughs> at the network. <laughs> it, it could have happened to not the famous singer, but to the, the like child that is like on the set of your show that day. And like, you could have a lawsuit on your hands, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's totally dangerous. And the fact that Miley's stumble or Hannah is stumbling around holding the hose with the, how did that come loose? How is she holding a hose <laughs> with more of the toxic gunk that <laughs> the hell happened? Um, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. And so something that seems like a common thread, I've, I've, as you know, I have not watched really very much of Hannah Montana at all, but uh, I did listen to the most recent couple episodes. I listened to the one about Dead It Be and uh, the one before that, which I already forgot because Dead It Be was more exciting <laughs> of an episode, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> Dead It Be was really good. <laughs> Yeah, it sounded really funny. I thought about watching it. Um, and it was a great episode of your show, just so you know. Oh, thank um, you. But that, that also featured like a pretty extreme punishment for Miley, right? Like there was, the dad like taught him a lesson and it was really scary for them. And like, they were in a, like a pretty precarious situation. And like, I don't know, Miley just gets shit on a lot, it seems like. Like this, she didn't need to be covered in green shit and like, still washing it out of her hair two days later and coughing. Like, there could have been real damage to her. I don't know. Keep keep her safe. Yeah. Somebody protect her. Yeah, yeah. Like, the bodyguard is, like, only on this show in moments where, like, it's not as big of a deal. Like, the bodyguard should be there all the time. Like, <laughs> but, no, I... As you know, I firmly yeah. disagreed with Robbie Wright's parenting choices in Dead It Be. Although I will say Dead It Be is probably my favorite episode of the series so far. I definitely recommend watching it. Um, it's just it's just a fun one. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, this, this is kind of in a long string of ones where Miley is having to do things that like she, she like shouldn't have to. Like she's having to make concessions in her career to like make other people feel better. And I'm like, this isn't very good. <laughs> yeah. Is the only way for her to learn with a disproportionate negative response? I mean, most of the time. It. Yes. <laughs> 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 but so yeah, just to, <laughs> just to round off the A plot. Yeah. So she goes out on stage and her hair, there's a, there's a clear, noise that's an explosion and then hannah's hair is like huge her face is all dirty and green and she's choking she like can't sing and again i'm like where did lily get all the materials for this that was such short notice um does lily just like have access to like mustard gas i don't know um but so <laughs> <laughs> um so back at school <laughs> Amber's, like, big act for being a better person and for being nice is to move Dandruff Danny up on the cool list to be above Miley and Lily. Uh, and this is where Dandruff Danny, as we discussed oh. earlier, <laughs> becomes the villain. <laughs> yes. God. The real B-plot is his, the rise and fall of Dandruff Danny. Yeah, he oh. he shakes his dandruff head all over Miley and Lily and their food. It's really bad. <laughs> oh, even talking about it, it was so bad. 
and he why what happened to him he was such a supportive ally and then he just like the second he gets a, a modicum of power he's he's evil i don't know it, it, it was an upsetting <laughs> fable of dandruff danny <laughs> <laughs> the ballad of dandruff danny <laughs> <laughs> you should write that i would listen to it <laughs> I, you know, honestly, seeing that this is the only nice thing Amber does, if I were Miley, I would just call her as Hannah Montana and scold her and be like, I know you're not being nice. (laughs) Yeah, I have eyes everywhere. She could totally do that. Yeah, but I think it's been clear for a few episodes, or maybe the whole time, that Miley Miley doesn't really leverage her Hannah Montana position very effectively, ever. Every time she does, she, like, has to learn a lesson about why she shouldn't, (laughs) which, I don't know, I I think she could stand to leverage her position a little more, if I'm being honest. (laughs) But I guess it's just all about the music for her, and the fans. It's all about the craft. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the craft, sure. (laughs) So, yeah, Miley tells Lily, she's like, listen, when you fight fire with fire, all you get is more fire. And Lily's like, well, I wish you had told me that before because I arranged a little surprise for Amber. And we hear again off screen an explosion and Amber has turned completely green. Amazing. I mean, I found it very satisfying. <laughs> like full, full alpha vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is satisfying. because amber didn't change and she's so mean to ashley yeah ashley's supposed to be her best friend and she's so mean to her all the time yeah i wrote down that they need couples counseling like real bad how bad was the bullying for amber i mean i know she had glasses but um, you know she took them off eventually it couldn't have been this bad yeah i mean it couldn't have been as bad as she treats everyone else Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am glad that the show didn't just like fully take the high road and just be like, well, people that are bad are going to be bad. I'm glad that like they actually gave her like they actually like kind of got her in the end, like not on the scale that they should have, <laughs> but they they did something, you know. <laughs> totally. Or Lily did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. B plot. <laughs> This one, we're in we're in a bit of a slew right now where they're just all so inconsequential and short and uh, not very interesting. <laughs> so, but we got to talk about it. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, good. So, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier, Robbie Ray appears to be working on completing If We Were a Movie. We, like, see him playing the guitar and singing it on, like, the porch of the house. Again, I don't really, I don't have an explanation as to why he's singing this song. <laughs> um, we already know it's, like, out there for the public. And he keeps getting interrupted by this barking dog. The dog's name is Oscar, and the dog's owner is our good friend, Donzig, the neighbor. So I'm like, oh, it's just, like, yet another one of these. <laughs> <laughs> where it's where it's the guys versus the neighbor. Yeah, so Robbie Ray goes inside and he's like, and Jackson's like, I got the dog to stop barking. And Jackson, I guess, threw it a steak 
from their fridge that Robbie had like very carefully marinated. Like, I mean, like I know Jackson's stupid, but like, come on. <laughs> um, He's stupid, not charitable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good call back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, that's the plot of the episode, is, like, trying to deal with this dog. Um, But Donzik (laughs) shows up with the dog. It's, like, a tiny little Pomeranian thing. And we cut to later that night. uh, Like, I mean, like, more stuff happens, but, like, not really. Like, we don't actually need to talk about it. It's just them as, like, making fun of each other back and forth. Um, (laughs) So later that night, Jackson... I guess, put up some of Hannah Montana's concert speakers, which are, like, in their house? Why are they in their house? Why aren't they, like, at the venue where she performs? But, uh, I'm like, you don't just take home speakers from the stadium that (laughs) she plays at. (laughs) I was confused. I was like, what? Fine. Um, But they put up these speakers... (laughs) they put up these speakers I guess like just outside of Donzig's yard to scare the dog with I thought they were gonna like play really loud music or something to annoy them but instead they have a microphone hooked up to it and Robbie Ray very loudly barks into the microphone which appears to scare the dog and for a second I was like are they gonna like kill this dog (laughs) but no (laughs) The dog just pees on the speaker, which shorts the power and, like, turns off everyone's power. (laughs) I love that the Achilles heel of these massive subwoofers is a dog's, a small dog's pee. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And the whole neighborhood. I mean, that's lots of comedy. (laughs) Yeah, quote-unquote comedy, for sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty lame (laughs) B-plot. Yeah, it's, it's. It's weak. Um, the The next thing we see is Jackson has borrowed a very, very large dog named Rocky from a friend or something. And he invited Donzig and Oscar the dog to come over to have a play date with this large dog. But, like, it's not even their dog. So I think it's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it seems like pet assassination is now on the table. Like, that's that's what we've moved on to, is trying to kill Oscar. Yeah, they're, they're concerned that Rocky is going to eat Oscar. And, like, theoretically, he could. But that's not, I don't think, Jackson's intention. But he's like, but if it happens, it happens. So, but, of course, the subversion is they show up and the giant dog is scared of the tiny dog and runs away from it. And then what we see is Jackson getting dragged all over like the beach by the dog. And that's the last we see of the B plot until the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Which features a pretty funny waiter costume and a whole, you know, he's hand feeding Oscar and Danzig. uh, I'm assuming a steak and a twice baked potato as requested. Like it's pretty funny. I I thought I liked that. Yeah, the, like, end bumper to the episode is Robbie again singing If We Were a Movie. And then Jackson's like, I got the dog to be quiet. And he's, like, wearing a tuxedo, feeding the dog Love pieces it. of steak. And he's also feeding Donzig pieces of steak, who's also sitting there. And I'm like, at this point, just become friends with Donzig. Like, you guys seem to just want to hang out with him. 
Also, he seems like he's very funny. Like, if you're friends with him, I don't know. I feel like he'd make a hate list with you, right? Like, he's yeah. he's a hater, but I think he's if fun. they got on Donzig's good side, they would really enjoy each other's company. But the trouble is that they are currently on Donzig's hate list. <laughs> right. Ugh. And that's a hard place to come back from. The Maxinistas had a lot of hard work to do to claw themselves back from, from our list. <laughs> um, what? So I was trying really hard to think about, like, why is this dog B-plot in this episode? And, like, you know, as you know, I don't know as much about it. Maybe most of the B-plots are pretty unrelated. But I was, just, like, the only thing I could get to was the idea of, like, a power dynamic and the way that, like, Amber and Miley just sort of keep, Amber, Miley, and Hannah keep sort of shuffling back who the top dog is. Um, but I didn't get as far as mapping their encounters onto Donzig v. Rocky v. Jackson. So it's an incomplete connection, but that's as, that's as the most I could possibly get out of connecting those two plots. I mean, well, that's more than I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I live for close reading. Oh, of course. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what we do here. <laughs> we take the things that are intended as throwaway jokes, and we're like, okay, but no, let's see this to its natural conclusion. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the episode. Was there, like, anything that we didn't talk about that you'd really like to address? I don't think so. I'm trying to see if there's any quotes from my sister. Oh, uh... Naomi just brought up that uh, the MC guy from the Singing with the Stars is a living nightmare, which I thought was an apt description. Um, that's all. Um, I would also, <laughs> I would also like to say, yeah, he's horrible. I would also like to say, uh, Elise, I love the um, theme song for your podcast. I think it's very funny. I was listening to it and I was laughing. Oh, thank you. Podcast podcast it's great so <laughs> i meant to do that at the beginning but i didn't so now you know i love it <laughs> well i i do appreciate that i i had that as like my vision for what i wanted the theme song to be and that was like the first thing i did in audacity was try and make that theme song and i knew i could have made it better but something about the way it doesn't quite line up i thought was like extra funny so i left my like first take in <laughs> it's great it, that's exactly as it should be i love it <laughs> yeah so that's all i have to say about the episode yeah i mean i i don't have anything left to say either um this you know this one had its moments but the thing was that there were just so many decisions that were made in this that i i couldn't agree with and I couldn't really empathize with. So that kind of made it less fun for me. Um, however, this is probably a better episode than last week's episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're, we're right at the tail end of this season. And so I think, I don't know, all the episodes that don't have like a lot of super consequential stuff, I think are getting shoved in at the end. <laughs> so interesting. So different from how things are done now. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is still how things happen on Disney Channel, and I just, like, haven't watched any of their shows in a super long time. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, Emma, would you like to let the folks at home know where they could maybe find you online if they're interested in what you have to say? Yes, yeah. So I uh, I have a blog. It's on WordPress. 
at Great Gansby. So G-R-E-A-T-G-A-N-T-S-B-Y. It's like the Great Gatsby, but also my last name, which is Fred Gann. I'm very proud of my last name puns. I mean, also, so that's from my perspective. If you're interested in me rating public bathrooms on a scale of one to 10, you can find me at (laughs) Doody Hauser on Instagram. It's D-O-O-D-I-E-H-O-U-S-E-R. Another pun I'm very proud of (laughs) is just Emma's pun hour. So if you need more, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on my show. I'm so glad I finally got to get you on and get you on uh, within the first season. Uh, It's very exciting. I think, yeah, you, you are the person that I have known the longest that has appeared on this show. Now you have beaten Karen's record. (laughs) Yes. It's an honor. And I had a great time. This was really fun. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, I'll definitely uh, have to have you back before too long. Uh, And Thank you so much to all of you for listening um, to today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you will join me next week for season one, episode 25, right? Yes. (laughs) It is called Smells Like Teen Sellout. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, In the meantime, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod or on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. Uh, feel free to give us a rating on Apple if you feel like it. Uh, and if you would like to follow me on the internet, you can find me on Twitter at Lovely Lisi or on Instagram at Actor Elise. Uh, thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party. <laughs>